Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. You knew. Let's go. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from behind the bar. My name is Carl. I've been bartending for quite a while now. A quarter of my life. Oh my God, it has been that long. Yeah. I'm old. It's been more than that. I'm old. I'm Riley. I have not bartended for that many years at all. <laughs> like a small percentage of your life. Uh, Like 33%, I think. 33? I mean, no. Wait, was one thirty three? Uh, no, yeah, I'm thirty three, and it was only one year. So, I mean, I don't know. Math is hard. Yeah. Hang on. You bartended one year out of thirty three. Total, yeah, probably. You bartended for three percent of your life. That's what I meant. <laughs> I knew I, I had a three. I was in like, it. I think it's three percent, but I just wanted to make sure. I know I had sure. a three repeating. Welcome to the new Can We Do Math on the Fly podcast, where we. Solve equations. Cannot. <laughs> <laughs> we are your new structural engineers. Nobody wants that. No one wants that. That building's falling apart. <laughs> Speaking of buildings fall apart, did you hear about Davenport, Iowa? No, don't do that. <laughs> Too soon? That's not funny at all. They're still finding bodies. <clears throat> so on this lovely little podcast, we read stories about bartender life through the eyes of the guest or the bartender and make unnecessary jokes. Then we rate those stories on a scale of one through five, one being an average story or one being a unique situation where we have never heard of before or will probably never see ever again in our little lifetime. So how are you doing today? I'm hanging in there. Hanging in there. So how, am I. How are you hanging? Or how are you, how are you hanging? <laughs> Jesus. My brain is on fire. <laughs> Welcome to Iowa Summers with Riley Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hot in here. It's okay. So normally... We have a guest, but today we do not have a guest. I wouldn't say normally we have a guest. I would say sometimes we have a guest, sometimes we don't. And today is one of those days that we don't. Right, because we are trying to speed things up because next week I'm going to New York City. Or we just don't have a guest lined up. Both of those answers are correct. And when you hear this podcast, I'm actually going to be probably on a train going from New York to Baltimore. So Lucky you. Lucky me. Hang out with Steve, Steve. Licking Sharpies. <laughs> Licking Sharpies. <laughs> <laughs> so, normally our next segment is what are we drinking? And that's still going to be the next segment. I am drinking nothing because I, it's 1230 and I got to work in an hour. So, I am drinking a Topo Chico Twist of Lime mineral water with nothing else added to it. So, I am not <laughs> drinking a ranch water. I am just <laughs> drinking the Topo Chico. Or they have like seltzers out now too, I guess. Yeah. But the seltzers are good. Right. But I also have to work in an hour and 26, 24 minutes. So what we're going to do is each read a story that the other one has prepared for the other person and talk about it and have some fun with it. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, it, your, you said your story is kind of lighthearted. Oh, I meant heavy hearted, not lighthearted. Oh, like sad? Kind of. But it's kind of, it's okay. Then do the oddball one because, because mine's kind of awful. Okay. And I don't. Uh, we got to have some levity. Sure. So, so a couple weeks ago. Wait, I did, wait, go ahead. What? Go ahead. 
I was like, are you going to go first or am I going to go first? Because I think I want to go first. Okay, fine. That's perfect. <laughs> Get the tears out. It's not It's not tears. It's just terrifying and upsetting and maybe and maybe not true. I don't... We'll see how it goes. <laughs> this is from The Dude on Reddit. and it, The subreddit, The Dude. No, I think it's his profile. He just shared it. Okay. And he just, just bartending stories from two years ago. So the the intro is having bartended for over 20 years and worked my way down the East Coast from the Carolinas to Florida to St. Thomas. I've seen some shit. Here's a few things I've seen. Um, so there's a few of them. It goes from helping baby sea turtles to don't let people or let people finish peeing while they're peeing. Otherwise, you're going to get peed on. And then there's violence with bee rattles. But the last one that he shares is upsetting. Okay. So we're just going to skip to that one. And it says, another violent episode I can never forget happened while I was working at a Midwest biker bar. This was something of a vanilla biker bar. There are at least five more in the area that are known to be much rougher. But still, it attracted some scuzz. One night, an old gal is sitting at the corner bar smoking and playing Megatouch. I wasn't a bartender here, girls only, of course, but I managed the place. So I was sitting at the bar, at the far end of a long bar doing my manager duties in between drinking and smoking. Suddenly, a big 1980s Cadillac pulls up. This was 1999-ish, right to the front door, practically blocking it. A guy gets out and opens the trunk of the caddy. I'm thinking this is some type of salesman or some other trouble, so I start to casually get up and take care of it. As I'm getting up, this guy walks to, in the door, walks straight up to the old gal at the, at the corner, and smashes a right hook directly onto her chin. She goes out cold and hits the floor. He immediately grabs her by the hair, drags her ass the 15 feet out the front door, tosses her like a bag of potatoes into the trunk, and hauls ass out of there. I was able to get out the front door and get a partial license plate before he was gone. Another customer knew the make and model of the car, so he called the police and reported it, but never heard anything. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. <laughs> That's some mobster shit going on right there. Right. So I have enough details here that I was like, maybe I can Google something and find out. Oh, look at you, detective. <laughs> We've gotten into true crime. <laughs> so the closest thing I have found on the Internet, granted, I only searched for like 20 minutes, but it's pretty specific, is the disappearance of Star Boomer in Kansas City. Okay. Um, that would make sense Midwest and you would have those type of vibes in Kansas City. Yep. Especially back then. Yes. And I think she was, I think it said she was in her thirties at the time. Mm -hmm. So she fits the profile. Um, and according to reports, star boomer was last seen during an altercation in a local bar. By all accounts, there were approximately a dozen witnesses who saw star beaten to unconsciousness and dragged from the bar. Coincidentally, one of the patrons in the bar that night was convicted of murdering his missing wife and her body has yet to be found. Sources say that Star did not drink much at the, while at the bar. She got involved when another woman was being physically assaulted by another patron. So that wasn't part of the story. Right. So I'm thinking, it I mean, because that's a pretty big detail for the yeah. bartender not to have in her in their story. Right? Yeah. So but either way, um, it's similar. Enough yeah. To investigators to state that the. It is believed that the star, that star was killed in the bar and her body was dumped elsewhere. Two men were arrested and charged with second-degree murder, but were later released and charges were dismissed because witnesses refused to testify. It became a case with no body, no crime scene evidence, and no witnesses willing to come forward. So this happened in 1999, mm -hmm. and to this day, she's still an open case. Wow. So this was posted two years ago. Okay. Or no, So 
the dude posted his story two years ago, so maybe he maybe got time some got some stories wrong. Right. Or some details wrong. Or we can play the other side of the coin where the dude just wants attention on Reddit and he saw this story happen and said he was there. Possibly. Or he was there and stress fucks everybody up, so there right. were small details he didn't remember or didn't post. Either way, if you know where Star Boomer is, help her family out. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. I don't know what much else they're talking about except for I've never seen anything like that. That's... I hope I never see anything like that. That's... Yeah, that's... I mean, the sad part of it is, like, as I was researching this and as I was looking for, like, matching details, I was like, there were so many stories. It's sad that you found so many stories that could be possibly the Reddit story. Yep. Uh, none, like, with as many details, but there are so many stories of women getting um, taken from bars. Right. And so many of them never never are seen again and more of them are found dead and it's horrifying that this is like that this happens absolutely i'm afraid to take myself home let alone someone else <laughs> but no that sucks i mean like i mean obviously you know they have very a lot of similarities you know they yeah. could possibly be the same you know obviously years and trauma could you forget certain details and stuff right. like that if they if it is the same story you, right you're, you're forgetting some things because it just all happened probably so fast right you're like what the fuck just happened but yeah um you know the asshole is the person that took the woman yeah yeah i don't, I don't feel like we need to debate that at all no there's no debate just we're just we're just making statements um i mean this is it's not naive because we know this shit happens but right and the only Us being in Iowa, we are less likely to ever see something like this happen. Right. The only other thing that makes me think that this wasn't the Star Boomer case was the fact that um, he said, but we never heard anything. Mm -hmm. And he didn't actually like name this very well-known case, right. this very well-known cold case. Because you would have known two guys got arrested, got right. let off. Right. And, I mean... Sturgis, the motorcycle rally, has mm -hmm. massive ties to human trafficking rings. Right. And so, like, I mean, not all bikers are bad. A lot of bikers are great people. However, there is a... there is a Part of the culture has a known part history. Part of the culture has a known history for doing some very bad things. And that's true with a lot of cultures. Everybody, yeah, you literally know, so. everybody. <laughs> but, I don't know. So, like, if this wasn't if this wasn't star boomer then who was it and why like mm -hmm. why haven't we heard or why hasn't anybody heard anything right or did they hear something and they heard bad news it's yeah. it's depressing yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say this story is a five i mean yeah i mean like, <laughs> like I, somebody I, I, got I, kidnapped from the bar that you were working in right and yeah a five pardon me um yeah i uh I wish it was. I wish I could. I wish it was a more fun story. But I also do feel like it's important to shed light on those, right? The shit that can happen, right? Just being more self-aware. Right. Know, again, I'm not saying it's her fault no, or anyone's and, fault, but right. sometimes you just have to be a well, little or have start teaching men to stop being dickheads. To oh, be right. honest, but like, I mean, well, some of this sounds like though it could be more than just like it sounds like organized crime, right? And that's, it absolutely and that's, sounds like and that's different crime. than like I'm not dismissing what you're saying about teaching a guy guys to be you know whatever, but this is more organized crime to where you are doing what your bosses tell you to fucking do. And right, but at the do. same time, like there are going to be a lot of people out there. Well, she shouldn't have been at the bar by herself. Well, first of all, we don't know that she was, and second of all, 
if a man can go to a bar by himself, a woman should be able to go to a bar by herself and should be at least have some semblance of safety within the bar. Right. Yep. Yeah. I told you it was depressing. I told you we needed levity afterwards. (laughs) All right. So if you have a more upbeat story or if you have a more fun story that you would like us to read, um, you can send it to us on our subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? You can find it in all of the descriptions. A link is in any description of any podcast platform you're listening to. Just click the little button, leave us a little story, and we'll be more than glad to read it and discuss it, no matter the theme or the nature of the bar story itself. Yeah, we want all the stories. All the stories. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, these are stories that are happening. Like, we don't need to just be fun stories, crazy stories. Like, I mean, yes, is it... Is this the funnest thing to talk about? No, but it's also things that do happen in real life. Right. And it, it's a bar story. If you're a bartender <laughs> with a story, we want to hear it. Yep, exactly. So, and then while you're on that podcast platform, make sure you're leaving us a review. We are getting up there on reviews. I think we have now have 12 on Spotify and we have about six on Apple Podcasts. Mm. So thank you everyone for listening, sharing, and giving us a rating. We, it helps us grow immensely and we appreciate every single one of you. Nice. So now, story number Wait, two. Never mind. Sorry, go ahead. All right. For story number two, it'll be a little bit more upbeat than that. <laughs> Not trying to dismiss Riley's story, but here we go. So this is the second story from the repeller.com crazy bartender stories from New York. We did one a couple weeks ago. And here's a second one from Maria Marek. Um, this was done in 2017, and it looks like she's no longer bartending because I went on her Instagram. Now she's like a fitness coach. Yeah, but back when she used to bartend. Here it goes. I got arrested while bartending. For bartending. The state of New York makes money by finding bars for serving underage minors, so there are a lot of sting operations to try and catch them all in the act. And that's exactly what happened. An undercover cop sat down at my bar and ordered a beer. He must have walked right past our bouncer at the door. I didn't card him, but if I had, I would have seen that his driver's license said he was 19 years old, even though I later found out that he was actually 31 which explains why I don't think he was underage. I set, I sat down his beer, turned around to ring him up, and while I turned back around with the bill, he and the three other guys who were sitting next to him had disappeared. My manager immediately goes, you're about to get rested. He told me to give me my phone and keys because once the police confiscate your things, it takes them time to process everything and give it back to you. Earlier that night, one of my bar patrons had given me two Xanax because I'd have been having trouble sleeping. So I had them in my front pocket of my shirt. I panicked and swallowed both of them after oh, handing no. over the rest of my stuff to my manager. Needless to say, I was super chill while I was being arrested. <laughs> the police paraded me down the street, and their van was like eight blocks away. So we walked the whole way with four cops surrounding me, and I was like, I'm not going anywhere. I had to ride around in the van with them until the end of their shift at 3 a.m., we finally got to the station. They processed the charge and everything, but they didn't keep me for long because I'd never had a prior arrest and it was just a ticket for a misdemeanor. The same officers who arrested me drove me home around 4.30. They ended up coming to one of my comedy shows the next weekend. The other really weird thing that happened to me is I met a guy in London while I was bartending his daughter's 21st birthday party. Well, this is, never mind, that's a whole other story. A completely different story. Yeah, but it's just like a paragraph. So, yeah. How fucking stupid is that? So like, let, let me, let me, refer, let me, Recap quickly, yeah. bullet pointed list. They were bartending. The cops did a sting operation. She didn't ID the patron because the patron looked above age. Yep. Served the bar served the patron. Yep. Patron was thirty one and an undercover cop. Yep. 
got but arrested. Had, but had a fake ID because it said it was 19. And if they, she looked at the ID, it would have said he was 19. He would not allow it to serve. That's stupid. I'm lying to you so you can figure out if I'm lying to you or not. I feel like that's entrapment. That's what I think that is. Like that's if you send a 19-year-old in there. Right. It has to be, have to be legally 19 because you are legally 31 just because you have a fake ID. But like if you look 31, you're not going to ID a person unless the, um, state, I mean, unless the unless, state of New York says you have to ID everyone. Right, unless you have to ID every patron. But like even still, that's I don't like it. I don't like it either. I don't like it. Fuck New York, even though I'm going to you next week. I mean, is this where we say ACAB? What? ACAB, all cops are bastards. Oh, no. <laughs> you can cut that out. But, but um, yeah, I don't know. It seems pretty stupid. But then it's also like, you know, you have Xanax on you, which I, you know, whatever, right? People, you always, your friends giving you an Adderall, giving you a Xanax, you know, this or that, whatever, for whatever reason. Who gives a shit about that? It's also like <laughs> your person that wants to swallow them and not just throw them in the trash that's probably right next to you, too. But I know it's all happening very quickly, and you're, and at least she remembered she had the right, on. so she didn't get arrested for a controlled substance. Right, that would have been even without a prescription. Worse. Yeah, because yeah. it's also one of those things like this is a fine where it's just a misdemeanor, right? She probably had to pay like three, five hundred bucks, and the cops know that if she hires a lawyer to fight this, it's going to cost her more money than that five hundred bucks. So that she's just going to pay the fine, even though right. if they had a lawyer, she probably would have got away with or got off with the charges, but still right. paid way more money. Right, man. I still think the asshole is the is the cop. Absolutely. Like, at least if you, don't send a thirty one year old in there to with a fake ID. Like, I don't give a fuck about your fake ID if you look old enough for me to serve you. Right. Exactly. Or send send a twenty three year old green cop who looks like they're twelve. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's pretty stupid. I mean, at least the hero of the story is the manager telling him, "Hey, you're about to get arrested. Give me yeah. your shit." So when you get out. You'll get it right away instead of waiting maybe another day or two for it. Right. You know, Good but it's guy also, manager. But also, how many times has this manager seen this shit happen? Yeah, probably a lot. But then it's also like, how do they get past the door guy? I don't know. Like, again. Was there a door guy? That's what they say. Oh, okay. She said must he must have got past the door guy, bouncer. Oh, he probably gave his real ID. And switched out, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Unless the bouncer also got arrested. Because yeah. it's technically not the bouncer's problem. They're not serving alcohol. It's not their. It's technically not their responsibility. That's true, unless. Uh, but like in Iowa, you can't be in a bar under the age of twenty-one after nine p.m. Right. Yeah. They didn't say what time or anything like that happens. Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. So that would be possibly something. But I wonder. It just. It just seems like four cops had to walk her eight blocks. Like that seems like a lot of resources for a woman that you know is not going to fight. Right, like she's not going to resist arrest and do all this other shit. You need four cops to walk her down for this thing to happen. Right. Yeah, it seems absurd. Yeah, it just that's not. I'm trying yeah. to look at the. Yeah, but anyways, it's yeah, it's just stupid. I mean, it sucks that it's you have really have to go out and here to try to get these little four hundred dollar tickets when other things are happening. You know. Right. We got bigger fish to fry. So. Well, I mean, at least she can, it seems like she can laugh this off because, you know, she <laughs> gave the story to someone on the internet, you know, a newspaper right. or online publication. So <laughs> I like how she was super chill while she was being arrested. Two Xanax, Meg? I'd be passed the fuck I out. I would be dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if, if she had like one drink or something, you know, like those would have hit her even harder. Well, and I mean, I, I wonder what the dose on Xanax was. I remember I got a prescription for a panic attack once and quarter of a milligram knocked me on my ass for 16 hours right i don't know but cool 
So this is a quick little episode, a little shorter than our previous ones. We've been going a little long, but, you know, we're here to have fun, talk with our guests, and enjoy themselves. And, yeah, we hope you're enjoying this podcast. Until next time, don't be a dick, tip your bartenders, and drink responsibly.